Hi, welcome to She Walks With God. I'm Annie, this is my podcast, and I'm here with no music, no fluff, just me, my mic, and my Walking With God story. Now, this episode is about people. I cannot tell a story about Walking With God without including people in the mix, because you see, it's great walking with God, having a relationship with him, seeing him show up, giving me this freedom and acceptance that has led to me walking confidently. But unfortunately, this walk and relationship is not lived in isolation. As much as sometimes we would like it to be, it is not. And when you start involving people in your life, it gets complicated really quickly. Now, things change and sometimes they actually get really hard. And why do they get hard? Well, that's what I'm going to share today. But I'll also be sharing the wisdom that I learned from God about how to interact with people wisely. So first of all, I want you to picture me as at this point in my walk as a child bursting with joy and love and a desire to just see people experience the same kind of freedom and acceptance that I had. So this child is like running around, loving any and anyone because, hey, that's how my God loves me, right? Now, imagine this child bumping into people who push her over onto the ground, rub her face in the dirt, but she doesn't get upset. She just gets back up and keeps loving, keeps accepting, only to be knocked down again. And then this happens repeatedly until she is finally scooped up in the arms of her parent and her parent then sits her down to teach her some lessons in how to interact and love people, but stay safe at the same time. Now, this child was me. You know, I'd call it me walking in this like naive bubble, I guess. You know, I was so caught up in God and what I was experiencing inside me because of this relationship with him. So caught up that I just focused on the good in people and I acted in response to that and chose to ignore the other hurtful stuff. I remember one of the scriptures I often used to read as a way of justifying that kind of thinking and that way of being. And that was when Jesus called Judas a friend. You know, he, knew, he called him a friend even though he knew that Judas was gonna betray him. So in my mind, I just thought, well, if, Judas, if Jesus could call Judas a friend, hello, like I can have friends that get on my nerves and hurt me a bit, right? Now, don't get me wrong, I am still human. So as I encountered people who weren't easy to love, people who hurt me and shook that kind of naive bubble, it was a real test of my faith. But because I had this solid relationship and connection with God, Although on the outside it looked like I would just get back up and just keep forgiving and keep accepting, there was a whole real, raw, unfiltered conversation going on inside of me with God. And when the same people continued to act up and, you know, over and over again, I would go to God in prayer <laughs> and speak with him and I would just be like, God, you need to do something because I'm going to punch these people in the face. So. I just want that to be understood. There was that feeling inside that this is not right, but I would always take it to God and then keep on going. Now, it was actually bringing it to God that allowed me to get rid of that anger and sort of 
have it replaced with the peace and the forgiveness, which is what people then saw. And some people would say that that was foolish, but, you know, I read and I believed my Bible. So, like I said, if Jesus could call Judas a friend, who was I to complain? And after all, you know, isn't that what Christians are? Isn't that what Christians do? Isn't that what Jesus did? Isn't that what God does? Right? So in my mind, it was like, well, it doesn't matter how I feel. I just need to love people. Like, that's what Christianity tells me to do. That's what Jesus did. That's what God helps me to do. So I'm just going to do it. Now, fortunately, being a member of a church meant that I had a family of people who I connected with and whose warmth and their encouragement really just lifted my spirit. And I also interacted with lots of other people. So other friends, other family members, homeless people, strangers, friends of friends, like I was just open to anyone. And I connected with different people in different ways. And yes, people were definitely a gift, but that didn't nullify those who became my worst nightmare. You know, it was easy to love and accept people who were nice and appreciated me and valued me and demonstrated that. But it was hard to love people who were obnoxious. And actually, rather than appreciate me, they actually tried to tear me down when I was just trying to accept them. But again, I would just continue to get up and allow them to punch me in the gut all over again. And I'll be honest with you. It was a long, hard journey for me to learn wisdom in this area. Um, it wasn't that I didn't see who people were or how they treated me. But the Bible, if you really read it and really follow it, the Bible promoted a sacrificial martyr kind of love that I was to follow if I was going to be a proper Christian. And when I look back now, that kind of went against a lot of the wisdom that God was trying to teach me you know I had the mindset at one point that you know well I'm fine I'm willing to get hurt because I know God will just like put me together again heal me make me feel better so I don't mind getting going in there and getting hurt like that was my mindset but I learned that although yes God could heal good God could make me feel better that wasn't what he wanted for me but I didn't know that and didn't see that at the time like I said it took years of learning. So what did I learn and what wisdom helped me to stay safe? Well, the first thing I had to do was acknowledge that yes, people can be a gift, but also a nightmare. So get rid of this naive bubble. And I had to also acknowledge that actually these two parts can exist in one person at different times. You know, after all, we all have that ability to be the Jekyll and the Hyde, the good and the evil, the right, the wrong, all of those things all exist within us. Um, and that's what makes God so beautiful is that he accepts all of that. But we've already spoken about it, but it's just acknowledging that everybody has that in them. And it's not about ignoring the evil. It's not about ignoring the nightmarish stuff and the, the hurtful stuff, but seeing it and then choosing to apply wisdom and this was the hard part it was about understanding that I had to set boundaries according to who people are rather than who I am that was hard um, I'd grown up with violated boundaries so my all or nothing thinking took me from how I used to be 
before I had this relationship with God, which was completely closed off, to now wide open. And I started to see and realize just how dangerous that was for me. And the final instruction, I think, from God was for me to just take another look at the scripture of Jesus's response to Judas and to seek a deeper understanding of it. Now, like I said, this has taken a long time. Um, my walk involved people and I would learn lessons and wisdom through many falls, heartbreak, tears, experiences. But the one scripture that helped a lot was when the Bible said that Jesus knew the hearts of man and he didn't give himself to them. Now, in my head, I, at first I was like, well, how on earth do you call Judas a friend? Have him in your crew, trust him with your money, but still not give yourself to him or give yourself to man. And that was my dilemma and a question that I pondered for a while until I finally came to an understanding, again, through many experiences, and it changed the position and impact of people on my life. So I learned it from getting understanding about Jesus, his, his scripture, Judas and all of that, and then saw how I needed to apply it to my life and the impact that that could have. Because the Bible says that we should guard our heart, which is our mind, will, and our emotions. And it also says that Jesus, Judas, sorry, was part of Jesus's ministry. So I realized that, yes, I did have the ability to see people just as they are and accept them without judgment. But I did have to use wisdom to judge the boundary with which I would interact with that person. Okay, so do you, that's what I had to do. It wasn't about judging the person. It was actually about using wisdom to judge which boundary I needed to set in order to, to actually interact with them. God didn't want me to be a metaphoric punching bag or a mat that people just walked over. Because if you read the Bible, that wasn't Jesus. God's protection in this context of people was actually him giving me the ability to set boundaries to look after myself. Now, I've spoken about how God protected me and, you know, all of that. But actually, also what God was doing was saying, I've given you the ability, the discernment, the the things you need in order to set the boundaries for yourself so that you can protect you as well. Now, in life today, it is easy to set boundaries that reflect how nice people are to us, rather than actually through the eyes of our purpose and the, the purpose we have in our lives. So we'll say things like, you know, well, they treated me so badly, so I'm going to like keep them at a distance. But Jesus didn't do that. Was he foolish for calling Judas a friend? No, I don't actually believe he was. He was actually being very wise because Jesus knew that this person, i.e. Judas, that this person's role in his life was critical to him fulfilling his mission and purpose. Think about it. If Judas hadn't done what he, was, what he did, Jesus wouldn't have gone to the cross and the whole story would have fallen apart right there, okay? So he was critical. And as I said, the Bible does say that Judas was part of Jesus's ministry. Now, one of the things I also noticed in the Bible was it talks about the devil entering Judas and it was really close to when he actually betrayed Jesus. And you know, you know, you get those times where you're just like, how did this person just change? Like they were fine in the beginning and now they're like this. 
is actually recognizing that sometimes people do change and they have to change in order to fulfill and play the part that they were always meant to play in your life, right? So there comes a point where change happens and you can't have your whole heart wrapped up in that. You just have to see it for what it is in terms of this person is part of my purpose in this life, but you need to be able to see and discern and to have wisdom to be able to judge what that actually is and what that looks like. So all of this taught me the importance of guarding my heart in all relationships, not even the ones that are, not just the ones that are, feel bad, but the ones that actually at this point feel really good. I have to guard my heart all relationships, you know, because I, I have to be alert to the fact that things could change and I have to be able to judge wisely without casting judgment on the person, but I need to judge wisely with the intention that I am going to set clear boundaries that protect myself and allow me to interact and have healthy relationships with people. Now, that's what I have to do. That's my responsibility. And don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes that does mean a complete cutoff. And I've had to do that. I've had to do that over the years is you're just like, hmm. And the better I've got at setting boundaries is and discerning what those boundaries need to be, i.e. judging what that boundary needs to be. I've been able to be a bit more, oh, I see. This was great back then, but actually right now, this needs to be cut off. So it's not just about, oh, well, anybody, again, anyone, anyone can come into your life and be close to you. The key here is to be able to judge wisely how you're gonna set healthy boundaries not immediately saying, well, that person is bad, so I'm gonna push them away and keep them over there, but also not saying anyone can come in and I'm not gonna cut people off. Like you, that's where the wisdom comes in and you and only you, me and only me can judge that for myself and for yourself. So I learned that, and this all taught me that I needed to judge wisely within the context of my purpose. You know, understanding that sometimes I would have to call somebody like the Judas in my life a friend. Not because I've given them my heart, but because I understand their role in my life. Okay, so this is why for me, I needed to, at certain points, I needed to then start thinking, okay, what is my, like, what is my purpose? Because then it helps to understand the role that people have in the purpose of your life. Now, this may all sound a little confusing. Please just like listen to it again, um, pick it apart and refer to some of the scriptures. But the main thing I want you to understand about this part of my walk with God is that I had to learn that I wasn't born to be a martyr or a sacrifice for people. And following Jesus and Christianity I'm sorry to say it, but that's what it leads you to if you really follow it. I mean, it says to be a living sacrifice. It says there's no greater love than laying down your life for your friend. It says to count the cost of following Jesus, take up your cross. These are all scriptures that led me to willingly offer myself as a human punch bag to a hurting world. And it only did that in the context of religion because the closer I got to God and the spirit, the more wisdom revealed what the truth actually was. 
And only as my relationship with God developed and my walk continued, was I then able to unlearn a lot of this thinking and belief. As I said, it took a long time, a lot of hurt, a lot of years. So I want to share this around, like I said, the subject of people, because I would like you to understand that as I continue the story, this was the mindset and the belief that I was walking with. I believed that I had to be a sacrifice and I had to lay down my life for other people, even friends like Judas. And as I was walking, as I learned, as I went through experiences, the ultimate message for me was just that I needed to learn how to set healthy boundaries with people and to do it in a way that was based on discernment and judging wisely, not based on how I feel, but on what my purpose is in this earth. So I'm going to hit the pause button here and I'm actually going to hit the pause button for a few weeks actually. Um, and I'll be back with the next episode on the 8th of October. Now in that episode, I'll be looking at transitions, levels and dimensions and kind of explaining like what that means and what that meant for me. So use this time to go over some of the previous episodes, send me a message if you have any questions. I'm quite happy to have conversation and dialogue and yeah, happy to do that. Um, if you have any questions about any of the episodes, not just this one. And I'll be back in October. But until then, much love and take good care of yourself. <laughs>